welcome to the Momgasm Podcast. Blending motherhood, self-connection, sensuality, and pleasure. Normalizing what it means to be a mother and a sexual being. This week on the Momgasm Podcast, we have a super sexy, delicious, ass-filled episode for you. We got down and dirty to talk all things ass play and pegging with the fucking amazing Luna Matadas. Luna is a sex pleasure and body confidence educator with over 10 years experience teaching sexual sexual health and wellness workshops. She celebrates body confidence, self-adoration, and building shame-free pleasure in our lives. Luna is a self-identified craft slut. Fucking love that. She crafted Peg the Patriarchy as part of her line of sex-positive and feminist merchandise. You can easily find Luna making nipple pasties, talking about butt stuff, or helping couples and singles through pleasure coaching. This one is spicy as fuck, so turn it the fuck up. It's, it's very, two, like two minutes ago, there was a child hanging off of my breast. So I love, is that a sock? I was wondering what that was. It's legit a sock. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's how cheap we are. Basic, I was like, yeah. I was like, um, cheap. I am not basic. <laughs> frugal. We're going for frugal. Yes. Frugal. Uh, a woman who likes to, uh, put her dollars into the things that pleasure her not necessarily a cover for her mic yeah, yeah exactly you're not going to shy away from a good vibrator but you know nope. yeah 100 through the mic <laughs> beats form and helps me not pop my peas <laughs> yep helps me not pop my peas yeah so that's why you get a pop filter so your peas oh are so i'm so sorry like i literally was thinking of like green bees and like pop <laughs> like what why is this What's analogy coming up? <laughs> anyway, oh, hi Luna. I'm Sarah, by the way. Hey, Sarah. <laughs> I'm Lindsay. If you didn't Lindsay. get to figure that out, yeah. um, I'm the one that's been like avidly stalking you online Good. a little bit. Um, I should not say stalking in a joking way. That's not. I've done yeah. that twice today. Yeah. That I I've been fangirling. Fangirling. Hard. Okay. All right. I'm good with that. Um. <laughs> Yeah, over the last, I think I, I think I stumbled on onto you like, fuck, maybe like four months ago, maybe more. I don't okay. know. Okay. Yeah. Yes. You popped into my internet <laughs> sphere, and I was like, this, this chick, right? Not only does she know her shit, not only is she fun as fuck. <laughs> damn. Damn. Aww. And yeah, yeah, I think one of the first things that I saw, I don't know when I started following you a while ago, one probably, of the first probably things I when I, I did with probably, our account. yeah, <laughs> and I saw the Medicaid. Oh yes. Meditate, uh, masturbate. Yes. yes. That was it. And I was like, Oh my God. It was like right around the time I was having a spiritual awakening, smoking a lot of weed and like yeah. having a lot of sex. And I was like, Luna, you get me. 
I feel you. My yeah. grinder is right here. It has a little rhinestone on it. Yes. <laughs> You're yes. so much prettier than mine. Oh, fuck oh, man. Yeah. I got maybe I was like, yeah. see, I was like speaking of dazzle in, everything. I might need to Let's have a grinder. craft night where we decorate our grinders. Oh my god, yes. Yeah, we do a yes. jeweled grinder night. Can that That's be a actually thing? a great fucking idea. That's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. You need to make I'm this happen. Really that. <laughs> yeah, do an Instagram live while it's happening. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, did, I did a live in our group the other day while I rolled a joint. Yeah, it was actually for you. Yeah, for, for me anyway. Yeah, <laughs> this got like real squirrely, real fucking fast. Hey, well, I'm so glad that you did find me and uh, that we were connected because I love the space that that you're creating and the audience that you're trying to inspire and engage. I think it's so so important and it's so important to come from like such a fun vibrant like perspective like you two obviously have so yeah i'm i'm so happy we're both in each other's spheres yes. Yes. thank yeah. you Fuck yeah so much so it was like i i mean i wanted you on the show from the time i first started following you i was just like oh my god we have to but then <laughs> when i found out you were coming back to halifax to yeah. do the workshops at venus envy it's like th- there is no time like the present <laughs> because for me it's like it's one thing for us to like share oh hey this really cool person is coming on social media and then a completely different thing entirely to actually have you come on the show so people can can get a taste of you and of your energy and mm-hmm. of the fucking amazing knowledge the that you force. have to share the force yeah. that is coming to Halifax Thank the Luna Force oh my god I can't wait Halifax is literally one of my favorite places to teach because shops like pack up and the people are so grateful like they're just so warm I get so nourished from what they bring to by just like showing up and you can tell they're all kind of like everyone shows up right on time and (laughs) they're punctual very and like very like studious like waiting (laughs) and I'm like you know we're talking about sucking dick right like (laughs) Or like having a threesome, right? <laughs> but yeah, they become so warm so quick, and like not all cities are like that. So yeah. it's like yeah, and I love Halifax, so I'm I'm so excited to be back. So hopefully we can meet in person. Oh my god, yeah, I know yeah. the mom life, and like yeah, I often get like booked back to back with like come say hi to this person, and so if we can make it happen, I'd love to like yeah, take you for a coffee. Yeah, I also would really like to manifest the fucking shit out of that. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll make it happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Five minutes. Honestly, right? let's just do a shot together, okay? Even yeah. just, uh, or a toke, or a toke. Oh, it has to be a toke. It has to be a toke. Yeah, because it's oh, okay. Out of this now. Done. Yeah. Even if it's just a tiny little smoke sesh, let's do it. I'm into it too. It's gonna fucking happen. Um, anyway, I so we we. It's funny when I the other reason that I was like so hesitant in not hesitant in having you on your show. The reason I took so fucking long to finally ask you. <laughs> is because I was in that space, I was like, this woman's a powerhouse. I was like, she's got so much knowledge, so much information. What the fuck do we want to talk about? <laughs> so, like this could go into a thousand different directions. But what's really interesting is you you blew my goddamn mind recently. I know oh. times, mm. many times, but this was, <laughs> we've been having a lot of um, our listeners start to ask a lot of questions around ask play. Okay. Specifically questions around wanting to be the giver of mm. ass pleasure, which is like, I feel like new territory for a lot oh, yeah. of people within our community. Yeah. And so it's been one of the few things where anytime somebody's posted about it, there's not been much 
response or story sharing because it's it's like oh it's kind of new and what's really funny is for the longest time i thought i had i had crossed um giving ass play completely off of my list i had crossed like strap on play off i was like i don't need a strap on i don't think i want to do that with my partner I enjoy kind of just being in that space of receiving and all of that until you recently did a workshop online oh, yeah. that was all about like pegging, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But after the workshop, so I missed the workshop because I don't yeah. know what, well, actually, no, I was probably momming really hard and that's why yeah. I <laughs> didn't. Didn't know what was going on because I don't always know what's going on in the world. I usually yeah. find out like four days later. Yeah. Four days later, yeah. <laughs> four days later, at like four long time lapse, of right? Like, <laughs> in your parallel universe. <laughs> what happened? But anyway, I missed it. But I caught the stories that you had done like mm. afterwards. Oh, good. And one of the things you said, which like it was like a bomb dropped and I, you identified something that I now realize that I want to do so badly. Mm. And I never, I never in a million years put two and two together. So you were talking about, um, strap-ons and like buying your strap-on and getting your, your, your dick essentially. Yeah. you You were talking about the difference between like, Sometimes you just want a big dick to walk around the house and like yeah. have it have it out, sling it around, knock shit over. Yeah. <laughs> you said that I was like, I really want to do that. <laughs> I really, really, really want to do that so badly. You will be reborn. <laughs> I, I firmly believe it. I was like, what is, and then I would like, I always wear dresses. So my dress would be like tented and I was like, yeah. And I'd helicopter it around. And then eventually I kind of forgot about it and I'd walk around with it and be doing things and it would like hit things. And yes. it just made me like have a different like spatial awareness. And, and I was like, oh, yeah. I get like the phallic power now. I, right? I like, what would it be like to walk around with that all the time? But like also with like this fierce femme, like. Mm-hmm. In it. Like, yeah. Oh my God. So I'm so excited for this. Please send me a picture of whatever your big dick is going to be. <laughs> I will. Like I, I'm like p- putting it out into the universe. I'm like some company needs to reach out to me and ask if we're interested in strap-ons and dicks. Yeah. Cause oh, the moment yeah. they do, I will be like, yes. Yeah. And I know what I'm going to do with it. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> revel in that shit. But what's really interesting is ever since I like that possibility was opened up to me, now all of a sudden I'm like, maybe I would, maybe Ooh. I would be into this. Maybe there is something for yeah. me that is appealing in this. And this is why, like one of the many, many reasons that I love having these conversations and just opening the door of possibility because you'd never know until you like hear something and it lands mm-hmm. and then you're like, maybe, maybe it's worth exploring. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love hearing that. I love hearing it because it's like, it's this like curiosity and then your imagination gets rolling and you're like, Oh, like I don't connect to just maybe strap on play, but like there's this element of it. That's like, Oh, maybe it can either bring me closer or like kind Mm -hmm. of flower out into other things. Mm. I had someone come to a class um, and it was like a kink class and lots of people are judgmental over like all kinds of kinks. Right. Oh yeah. 
they just don't get them or they're like, why would anyone be into puppy play? And uh, so I was using puppy play as, as an example. And she wrote me afterwards. She's like, you know, I don't care about puppy play. And she's like, I didn't get it. I was totally judging it. And she's like, I left the workshop feeling kind of like, oh, like I'm still not into it, but I don't have any you know, negative or shameful or judgmental feelings around it. And I was like, that's your win. Like that's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it comes like back to you. Then you stop mm-hmm. like judging your own things or like, even if it's not judgment, but just like removing those barriers and like letting your yes. imagination like run yes. wild, right? Like, yeah. oh, so I'm so glad to hear that. And giving yourself permission to play. Like this yeah. is, play is such a it's huge, great. massive part of sex and like sexuality and, and being in a space where you're allowed that safe area to play, whether it's playing with yourself and exploring with yourself or exploring with a partner or partners, like the amount of self-discovery and growth that can happen in that space is fucking huge. 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 Yeah. Yeah. This goes back to the conversation we had about having a tickle trunk of just like different toys. And one of them, I'm unlike you, I've always kind of had an interest in buying a strap on, but it wasn't in the realm of like using it with my husband. It's in the realm of using it with another woman. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know why I don't really want to use it with Ollie, but I just, yeah, I just, I just don't, but I definitely have a genuine interest for sure. And I think it's because I feel really comfortable in my masculine, like my masculine energy. That's why I want to walk around with a big dick. And like, (laughs) right. You know, like I'm, when I was a little girl, like I just was so comfortable being a tomboy and not wanting to wear all these princessy things. And I think like everyone has dreams of, you know, having a dick, like what would you do with your dick for a day? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I could actually make that happen by just buying a strap on and having my own dick and have your dick. Yeah. Right. Have your dick I could and eat it too. Eat it too. Yeah. <laughs> right. I love that though. And I love that you do have a sense of like, well, even if you don't know exactly why, like you want to use it with a woman, but you have a sense of like, mm-hmm. oh, like it's going to be a masculine embodiment. Yeah. Because you're comfortable with that masculinity. And then maybe mm. it's the contrast. Maybe you like the masculine feminine contrast, yeah. but that you get to be the mask. Sometimes it's like that for me. Mm, I like to yeah. feel like I'm this hyper high femme, but that yeah. I can wield a dick and like, you know, yeah. <laughs> yes. wield, like, I can wield a can dick. Wield dick. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> that is, oh. That's going to be the quote for this I was episode. Literally, I was like, I think we just found our uh, title. <laughs> I can wield a dick. <laughs> I'm writing that down right now. We're not even high. <laughs> 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 I can wield a dick. That's amazing. I'm actually writing it down. Now. I can be a badass <laughs> woman and wield a wield motherfucking a dick. dick. Yeah, I can wield a dick in polka dots. I can, <laughs> you know? I can wield a dick in a tutu. In a tutu, oh. yeah. <laughs> it's funny because, like, as a kid, one of my <clears throat> fantasies was for the longest time was being able to piss in the snow with a dick. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I want to draw things while I pee. And have it be like functionally easier than trying to do it with a pussy. Yeah, and not piss all over yourself. Like, let's be real. That's what actually happens when I'm. (laughs) (laughs) No matter how good my squat is, nope, I will always get peed on. Always, always. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my god, this is so great. So, so I mean, okay, let's let's actually like ask ask some 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 cues, some get get some information for those that are listening that are like, okay, fun that you want to like play with a big dick, mm-hmm. but but for those of us that are maybe interested in starting to experiment with ass play. Where do you fucking start? Where's the best place to start? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's a, that's such a good question because I think lots of people start with ass play where porn starts with ass play. And that's usually- No, no, not good. (laughs) Not good. Because porn is is, is performance. And so it's always like punishment fucking. It's always penetration. It's always hard and intense. And and so it's showing us like all these extreme versions. And so then when we go to try- we're like, oh yeah, I got to get it in. And in the same way that, you know, you don't have to have orgasm focused sex all the time. You don't have to have penetration focused anal sex. Like you can have external anal play and that's a really good way to start. So Mm -hmm. whether it's like touching your own asshole, just on the outside, like all those little, I always get people in my classes to hold up their fist and show their little crinkles, like those cute little crinkles. They fill up with blood when you're aroused. And it feels so (laughs) great. Yes. I'm yes. like, like now I just want to be like, baby, touch my crinkles. Touch <laughs> my crinkles. Touch my little crinkles. But... <laughs> baby, touch my ass crinkles. Yeah, my ass crinkles. <laughs> okay, that's another really good quote now. It really is. That's a good one. That's a t-shirt I feel happening. Touch my ass crinkles. <laughs> oh, let's just do some like collaboration. But yeah, the external part is a wonderful place to start <laughs> because not only is it cute, uh, but it's um, it kind of helps us relax. Yeah. Right. And so our, our sphincters are controlled by the the parasympathetic and the sympathetic nervous system, and only one of them is influenced by kind of this external stimulation and muscle relaxing and then the other one is like am I safe and so if I'm like having someone touch my butt and I keep worrying that you know they're gonna like push it in no matter how good of a job they're doing with like their external stuff then I'm gonna be feeling like oh am I taking too long to get more is it gonna go in is it gonna hurt is it I'm like Mm -hmm. that's your butt's never gonna be in the mood even the best lube the best toys the best tongue like it's never hundred percent yes and it's like that was so much my experience in having anal sex the first time and fucking hating it, hating every motherfucking second of it. Even though I was with a partner that I loved, Mm -hmm. I was like super safe, ended up marrying the fucker. So like, I'm just still good. (laughs) Yeah. 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 But, But like, I was just so terrified like that I couldn't get out of my head and because of that I was like it just feels like I'm having vicious diarrhea that I can't stop yeah like, it's a common narrative and yes. I feel like that's what stops us from having these conversations about anal sex and talking about the pleasure of anal sex because we're all kind of, it's kind of drilled into us that anal sex is going to be painful but you need to do it anyway but you need yeah. to do it anyway take it yeah so you know there's this pressure to do it but because you've heard all these horror stories you're going into it with a really tight asshole yeah yes and it's not going to be good so we need to as much as we're opening up the conversations of having you know pleasurable sex for your pussy we need to be having conversations about pleasurable sex for your ass which we learned the art we figured that shit out oh yeah oh nice nice it was it's funny though it took it took me getting pregnant for the second time and being insanely horny like so horny but also like my it was almost like my sensation receptors were dimmed and so I couldn't 
I was like, just vaginas just not doing it for me right now. I need more. And it was very much this like, put it everywhere you want to put it because I need to just have slather me in dick. I need to have everything. (laughs) But it was like, because of that, and because I was in a space where it's like, I was the one asking for it. And I was the one introducing the idea. So loose, so open. And then I immediately was like, why have we not been doing this for years? Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, it's so beautiful. Yeah. That's an amazing experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes like when we go into anal and anytime we're trying something new, like any kind of new technique, we forget that like there's a whole body. Right. And we're just like, okay, I got it. I'm going to like work on your butt. I'm going to do this thing. And then you're just kind of awkwardly like, well, should I touch myself or, (laughs) you know, should I like hum something? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And so even like the communication piece, like how you're saying like, oh, like I I wanted this and like asking our partner, like, Hey, like, don't worry. Like, you know, the finger's not going in. I just want to play with outside. Like there's so much outside for me to like eat up and touch and like, and play with and just kind yeah. of relaxing around the pressure to like get it in yeah you don't have to get well, it the, in. so the other the other experience that we had had that had been pleasurable prior to um that that crazy like sexual put it in all of the places period when i was pregnant was we had tried one other time where he it was it was almost exclusively like just pressure based and then okay. like maybe like two inches yeah. maybe two inches in and it was I came real fast, yeah. real fast, and it was real great. And he also like <clears throat> time of his life, and it's like yeah. it was hardly even in, and it was yes. amazing for both of us. Yes, yeah. I think a lot of people don't know that um, it, the the anus doesn't necessarily need that deep penetration. Some people like it because they get stimulation from the anal floor. Mm. Um, sometimes it pushes against like other stuff, mm. but you know, the anus actually benefits from kind of horizontal stretching. And so the thicker, that's why butt plugs are kind of developed with that uh, bulbous kind of shape so that it's stimulating the first one and two sphincters, but still keeping connection to like the external crinkles, the cute crinkles. Oh. <laughs> you don't have to go very deep. So that's why a tongue also works like for, for oh. people oh. are training and analingus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eat it like oh. a donut hole. So this is, this is great. <laughs> this is this is the other thing. So my, my partner and me for a long time, I was like, never will I ever let you toss my salad like that. Yeah. Is, you know, I can't get my brain around it. But yeah. He ended up getting a really bad cold. And he was like, babe, I can't smell and or taste anything. Oh. I'm going to go for it. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. And then I was like, mm, I'm, I'll try anything once. Yeah. So I just was like, fuck it. Let's just see. Oh my dear fucking God. Yeah. He, he's got a cold again. <laughs> <laughs> no problem no problem <laughs> so i'm just like telling a 18 year old child to get off of <laughs> get off my lawn um my i think so back to back to butts back, back to butts, butts. back to butts um I really do have a genuine interest in butt play, but my husband and I, like I told him, I said, you know, like I am interested in it. I've done it once years ago. Wasn't a great experience, but I think the thing that holds me back the most from it is the, I don't know if this is a misconception. And this is, I think I want to clear up with you, maybe understand a little bit more about is that I feel like there has to be a lot of prep work before penetration happens in my butt. Mm -hmm. 
And it's like, because you hear all these stories of people saying, oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> what did I say? Sorry. <laughs> Ripping shit out of your ears. You hear like stories of people saying, you know, you have to do X, Y, and Z before you can put it in your butt. And it's yeah. like, is that true? Because if that is, that's not really something that I find sexy. It's not something that I really want to do. Like if I, cause for me having sex, I, it's, I really enjoy like the spontaneity of sex, like it just happening. And I don't want to have to be like, before he puts it in and be like, Oh wait, I have to go clean out my asshole mm-hmm. or I have to go poop before you do this. Yeah. Is that something that like really has to happen or can you just go in and we just, you know, Am I going to shit everywhere? (laughs) 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 You're right. That's the question that everybody also wants to know. Am I going to shit everywhere? (laughs) um, In terms of prep, I mean, I installed a bidet. And so... (laughs) I I feel like that would just feel delightful as fuck. My crinkles would be into that. (laughs) Oh my God. My butt is so bougie now. I'm like, when I get into the bidet, I'm like, what is this? What is this? My ass can't take this. Like... <laughs> so you don't have to do extensive prep like you you don't have to I think um some people do it because they feel more confident kind of going into it then they let go of the worry they've had a bowel movement they've like you know maybe done a little bit of douching even I just do like a, a finger in the shower like beforehand just on the, the kind of the outside um and I think there's a misconception too about like how our, our rectum works and so usually your bowel yeah. movement's not really sitting just waiting for like turtle head out of you like <laughs> Sometimes it is. However, you're not going to have sex when it's turtle heading. No, no don't. Prairie yeah. dog in the shit? Yeah. A, know about it. Yeah, yeah, and B, yeah. you're about to deal with it. Exactly. Exactly. You've been True. informed. <laughs> so what I would suggest is if you don't want to do prep, um, to kind of just keep, I have like a little butt basket that I just keep under the bed. And so it's got like a, a black towel. It's got black uh, latex or nitrile gloves, um, and it's got some wipes just in case, and then a couple of condoms and lube, whatever I like for for anal sex. And that way, you can you, if you're you've got kind of three levels: the people who prep before, the people who want sort of protection during, and not just for shit, but also if your nails are you know not filed, like right. they are delicate. So we really have to like be careful with it. Um, but if shit does happen, shit could happen, even if you've done all the prep, right? And so it's a little bit of a, a mental game change that in this erotic space that you're creating for anal sex, shit is, is maybe something that might happen. And it's not the same kind of reaction that we would use if like you walked into the kitchen and you know, a kid took a dump on the floor. I don't know if that one happens. And <laughs> it hasn't yet, but I would not count it out yet. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You're like, maybe. So it's different because we're creating this space. Right. And, um, sometimes if something happens with a partner, if I'm playing with their butt and their shit, um, I might just say like, okay, babe, like, um, you know, go freshen up. Cause I'm not done with this ass. And so send them off, like you know, comfortable, like this is part of sex. Like this is, you know, we're not going to play through the shit if it's enough of it, that it's going to be a distraction. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's a, it's, it's a bit of a mental thing. And then deciding what level yeah. you're comfortable with. Cause you yeah. don't, you absolutely don't have to. Lots of people there have spontaneous anal play. Yeah. Well, that, and it's okay. yeah. For us, like any, t- any time it's happened, it's almost always been spontaneous unless it's been a weird day where I'm like texting, like, Hey, my ass is feeling great. Want to get in it? Which I think <laughs> is 
<laughs> yeah. Or you're like, I had Taco Bell. Tonight's not a good night. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll be like, I had Taco Bell. Tonight is a great night because that shit cleaned house. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about it. You know what that means. <laughs> like, diarrhea all day. I'm ready for you. <laughs> <laughs> Clean as a whistle. Slide right out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. But I guess I guess there's another <laughs> another question that could be could tie on to that as yeah. far as like preparation. Things like anal trainers. Like is that something that's actually necessary or is it more for somebody who's just interested in working their way up to it? Yeah. 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 Um anal trainers are usually come in the form of like different size butt plugs or sometimes uh toys that expand and um, sometimes people feel like they want to work on their, their own, their own ass development. Mm. And, and sometimes, uh, people have goals of like, they want to be able to take something bigger or yeah. they like the fullness. They like the feeling of being like full. And so a finger isn't enough for them. Mm. Um, but in terms of, um, if, if it's necessary or not, I've never used anal trainers on myself or on anybody else yeah. because sometimes your butt is just not in the mood. So you yeah. could have like the, the best anal training plan and maybe tonight it's not in the mood. So I actually think your fingers are the best anal train, anal trainers. Cause you can alternate. You can always put two in there, three in there, put a thumb in there, you know, move stuff around, stretch Love it out. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And so you don't necessarily need to, um, have sort of like a personal training plan for mm. your anus. Um, <laughs> I, wonder, I, think, I wonder, cause I'm, I'm now thinking in the, in the realm of like pelvic floor hypertension issues. Like I could mm -hmm. see that maybe being a, a place where an anal trainer could be really, totally. really helpful. That's a great I, point. Like I, both of us actually have, yeah. um, pelvic organ prolapse. Yeah. And so yeah. pelvic floor health is something that's kind of always in the forefront of my mind. And that's like, it just popped in where I was like, Oh yeah, if I had crazy hypertension, that would be an amazing tool to help me work through that hypertension and get me also just get me familiar with my asshole. Mm -hmm. right totally 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 <laughs> that's such a good point yeah and i think um uh people often kind of are unknowingly like training their buttholes so they're putting things up there like butt plugs or toys or or things like that and um i think one of the things is if you're training or not training but anytime there's something up there you're gonna have that that motion of like you're having a bowel movement and mm -hmm. i think people think that's like oh my god i've dislodged the shit with whatever has gone up there i've like hooked it and i'm pulling it out now um <laughs> but it's kind of like that your muscles are grabbing onto whatever's yeah. in you well you're stimulating them yeah yeah, and you're it's like, like whoa, whoa. You only experience that um, contraction when you're having a bowel movement. Right. So your brain is kind of like, oh my God, we're doing the thing. And you're like, no, exactly. shut up. This is a different thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, so shut up. We want this. <laughs> sometimes butt plugs or trainers are even good for the connection. Yeah. Like, See, like that appeals to me for mm -hmm. sure. Because, yeah, like I feel like I would have to like get over that and like kind of rewire my brain to get used yes. to that feeling. So I remember thinking that all the time when I was having um anal sex with like this is, this is my first boyfriend years ago so yeah I think if Ollie and I were to do that it would be something I'd have to get over right yeah so, yeah and it's totally yeah. possible it's just like experiencing it and being yeah like, oh, yeah like yeah yeah I, I I know one thing for me that that has always been really helpful in in the when it comes to like anal sex or ass play in general is that like actively having that mental thought of like no opening like we're opening this right. is okay yeah. like 
softening, we're softening, we're because it's any any sort Mm. of tension here translates there immediately. Absolutely. Yeah. And sometimes there is that initial like something touches your asshole and you automatically go, Yeah. 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 Your whole spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Really like breathing down and like having that conversation with myself of like, no, like we're opening, we want to receive something like this is really good. And it's like night and day change of like, oh, now we're good. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's some good advice. Our mental piece has such a big impact. And anybody who's ever gotten distracted in the middle of sex, which I'm sure your audience does, but like everybody does, right? You're like, oh my God, wait, oh, wait, do we have mustard? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I'm doing the thing. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Fuck. Hurry, go put snacks out for us so we can keep going. <laughs> yeah. Literally yesterday. Get off so my lawn. Like, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. Yeah. Another big one I think is that people don't necessarily um uh take the time that it takes to get warmed up you know we look for signs of arousal on in genitals and whether they're hard or whether they're wet and anal play takes a lot longer to warm up like the anus isn't really irritating oh yeah yeah I think if if it's for anyone that even if you're experienced with anal play it's kind of that um it's where our mind goes into it so if you have any hang-ups around it no matter how many times you've done it that kind of triggers up like okay we gotta like get into the mood for like butt stuff rather than just like (laughs) oh yeah this feels good and I think you like you were saying Lindsay like it's so we're not connected to that area we're not connected to what those muscles feel like when they relax or Mm. when they're aroused and so I think yeah. after with like experience, maybe it's a little bit, um, uh, you could kind of have more spontaneous or not necessarily spontaneous. You could have a quicker um, connection mm. to anal play. But um, I think for most people, they're underestimating. I think lots of people are like five minutes, 10 minutes external play. And then like someone starts to push something in and that's not always enough. So even mm. just kind of checking in or giving a little bit extra, like who cares? Like give a little bit of extra attention um, and use that time to lube things up, like get that lube in there. Um, yeah. and See, this good, is like, mind blowing to me. Yeah. So, so I know that you can get. I've only ever seen these recently, but you can get like lube injectors. Yeah, yeah. Are what? like, is this something that? Yeah. It's oh yeah. A syringe, and then it's got like lube, so it goes kind of deeper. What? Right, science that I I am interested (laughs) in in getting myself. See, this is something that yeah, like just just you saying, get your butt aroused. Yeah, that's so simple. But I had never fucking thought of that. No, me either. Before you know, I didn't know. Like in porn, it was just like it goes in. Right, well then go in. Why are you not going in? Is aroused? Then surely your butt's ready. But yes, no, but no. Yeah, you can get on those ass um, crinkles. Yes, because they start to fill up with blood, and so they start to relax. Yeah, yeah. And I did not know I was get so, yeah. on those ass crinkles. Okay, um, very excited about this. <laughs> one thing, one thing that I know for me that I really, really like and appreciate when it comes to like ass play is like, don't forget about the rest of me. Mm. Yeah, like I find I think sometimes, especially initially, where where it's like a new thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're so hyper-focused on like, okay, going in the asshole, going to touch the asshole, going to do some things. Yeah. But it's like broadening it and like keeping it up here too yeah. is yeah. really helpful for relaxing more there mm-hmm. as well. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Right? 
this conversation, guys. This is really, uh, yeah. This is doing it for you. <laughs> this is doing it for me. <laughs> I love that we're talking about this because I mean it's prostate month, so I just did like a, a yes! workshop. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then I thought I was like, wow, like there's a lot around uh, butt stuff that we talk about, like certain people being the receivers, and then it's more taboo for us to talk about like other people being the receivers, and usually that's like a lot of homophobia or internalized homophobia. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. stereotypes around like who's masculine and giving and who's feminine and receiving. And so it's a lot of bullshit. Um, but <laughs> regardless, it's like what we've learned, right? So hundred percent. Yes. And so often, you know, um, your partner may be into to butt play and maybe they just need the invitation that it's also okay with you. It's mm-hmm. not, it's something that you're like, oh yeah, babe, like, let's go there. Like, let's see what that is. Or there's the assumption that if someone brings up anal sex, it's about them being the receiver. So whenever I'm on Tinder and someone, if it gets sexual and someone's like, oh yeah, I'm so into anal. And I'm like, yeah, me too. And they'll say, oh, well, I love like pounding it hard and pounding it in and getting it in. I'm like, oh my God, I love pounding it in hard too. Yeah. And so they'll be like, wait, like, no, wait, what? what? Yeah. Like, well, you didn't say who's asshole. We all have an asshole. So I don't know. Like, <laughs> so it's like kind of like flipping that script, right? Yeah. yeah. And then I unmatch them, but you know. <laughs> this is the thing. So it's, we, my partner and I have definitely had a lot of conversations around whether or not he's interested in it. And there was a phase where he was definitely doing his own play, which was great. And I was kind of like checking in and was like, oh, how are you liking it? What's going on? Because yeah. for me, I have a I have a weird asshole barrier as like a giver. Like I just, I'm like, I don't want to put my hands in your ass. Yeah. At yeah. all. Like I just don't. Yeah, that's it's okay. Not, yeah. It's not on, on the list of things that I would like to do as of yet. Maybe that will change. Who knows? Open to yeah. it always. But it's, it's like still constantly checking in and having the conversation of, is this still something you're interested in? Is yeah. there ways or toys that we can maybe bring into the bedroom that can then make it more accessible for me to offer that kind of pleasure for mm-hmm. you? And um, this, is, this is where like the strap-on conversation has kind of re-entered mm. our sphere is like maybe it is a viable option down the road. Yeah. Or, but it, it definitely feels like a mood based thing. So yes. for the first yeah. time the other day, cause I think you cut this out of the, uh, the last episode, maybe, or maybe not. I, don't I know. think what it, are you going to say? Um, so the other night we were having a uh, steamy hot sex and I am usually the receiver. I am a very selfish lover and I am not ashamed to say that. Good for you. Oh, it's great. But he's also, <laughs> he, he gets pleasure from giving from too. Giving. So it's, yeah. it like, oh, match made in heaven. Oh Yeah. Oh, but I was, I don't, know, I don't know why, but I all of a sudden was feeling frisky and I was like, let's, I want to switch this up. And for the first time in ever, I decided to start jacking him off from behind him. Oh yeah. That's in the episode. It was a, oh, it was a, I was like, this that's power move. This is fucking hot. And so we've been together for 12 years and I've never done this before. And we went for it and it was like, in that moment, both of us afterwards we didn't say anything but I was feeling at the time where I was like if I had a dick on I I would do this right now like this would be hot as fuck and after we've we finished because I was like I don't have a dick in a tickle trunk somewhere I can't just whip it out bummer but afterwards he without me saying anything was like I would have let you peg me I would have totally 100% been all about it in that moment. And I'm like, fuck, I got to get a dick. You got to get a dick. Go to Venus Envy right now. Go, we'll wait. We'll wait. 
it's it's so funny where it's like there's I think there's so many things that we kind of it comes up in conversation we're like no that's a hard no and we yeah. like draw that really hard line instead of being like it's a no for now but maybe it's beneficial to have the things on hand and just keep keep it open because moods change like seasons change mm-hmm. and sometimes yes. you want to stick it in your husband's ass yes <laughs> yeah sometimes that's the season letters and sticking it in your husband's ass <laughs> and and some pumpkin spice latte and pumpkin spice lattes yeah <laughs> But I love that because I think you nailed something about you just were like, you got the mood, you mm. got the intention behind it. And so it was less about like the dick, the dick was going to help you like be the vessel for your mood, yeah. for your intention, to like give him this thing. Um, and, and I think some people forget that they go, they get the dick and then they feel, well, this is like separate from me. It's like not mm-hmm. part of me. And that's why it has to become, um, an extension of your erotic energy. Yes. So dominant energy whether that's just hey I'm the giver tonight you're the receiver whether that's about sensuality I think pegging is so sensual um, Mm -hmm. and just how you describe like being behind him there's so much skin you can touch right so much sensuality you could pop into whole new part of like it it felt like the same person but like a whole new angle that I've never experienced before yeah and also I was like power tripping a little bit which was fun for me (laughs) Beautiful. <laughs> I was like, oh, mama's got the reins and she doesn't hate it. <laughs> That's amazing. That great. But, but um, I don't remember what I was saying because I started thinking about it. And I'm but like, he oh. enjoyed that though. He enjoyed, he enjoyed you it, yeah. being in power. Because I think it's it's something that we don't do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Normally, mm-hmm. normally I wear the pants in like our day to day. Yeah. I, it's, it's our dynamics really interesting where it's like I wear the pants during the day and he's totally cool like being being probably more in the, the traditionally feminine energy yes um less dominant giver whatever mm-hmm. and then like we we switch when it comes to bedroom and I'm just kind of like pleasure me just yes do what you want do to me. do mm-hmm. enjoy it like go to town I want you to like bring out your strong masculine energy and yeah. like Ugh! yeah so it's like it it's it was really interesting to like have that brief role reversal in that sexual yeah space. because that's like another option for you know um instead of just like being on top you know because that's like I think that's the the one position that a lot of women will take with a male partner if they want more power is to get on top mm. I know that's the way it is with me and Ollie as soon as I get on top it is like a power move because I'm I'm directing I'm saying what's going so on and so forth so to be nice like I think that's a great I- idea for another like position for a woman to feel more in, in her power yeah to yes. be behind the man and to be directing and yeah yeah Yeah. and even playing with what those motions would be like so like visible dick and so like you know 100% was doing that yeah Yeah. Yeah. there was like like a gentle rhythmic thrusting Uh that was happening and that's when like he and I were both I could tell I could tell yeah I was like you would Oh. This would be a good thing to start with then. If you're thinking about pegging, that might be a great position to start with. Totally. Right? To get behind your partner if he's if he is male. And again, if I didn't have like a or weird fingers and matter. ass thing that I have, I totally could have like popped a finger in there. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. 
But I find most of the time if I'm introducing a beginner butt to pegging and, you know, they want this like big, like arm size dildo. Um, what I actually do is I'll take either my index finger or my middle finger. And when I'm in the position you were in, like behind them, and I'll put that in front of my pelvis and penetrate them with that and then just bump against it. It is so sexy because then you're so connected. You're That's, in them. Yeah. Okay, like, mama's got to get some gloves. Yeah. Get some gloves. Get some, they're the, my, my favorite thing to buy is gloves. Oh, <laughs> they're so sexy. You snap it on and you're like, okay, I'm going in. <laughs> I really this, I, see, this is where like my background of like all of the surgeries and things that I had mm. is also a barrier for me. So mm. I have this like latex medical glove thing mm. where yeah, that's a whole I like... I'm like, the reality is like, I want a glove because that would give me safety. But then I'm like, could I actually feel sexual and turned on with a glove in my sphere? I don't know. Because it's a lot of the times it's like all of that past trauma of like, yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's like condoms for a long time. I would never, I would never, ever, 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 ever be the person to like A, buy the condoms or B, put them on because I couldn't deal with the latex. Okay. aspect of them I was like I can't I was like this is too this feels sterile and medical and I feel like I'm gonna get operated on again I'm like that's for you yeah, yeah. once it's on and ready great we're good to go but mm-hmm. yes yes yeah that's a really tough one um some people find that they'll play with an anus if it's if it's the hang-up or the the barrier is around um hygiene or like it's an ass why would I want to go in an ass <laughs> and if you can't shake that sometimes the shower can help and just like touching uh, externally what's really what's really funny that was like i have no problem going in my own ass yeah but it's different when it's someone else's right like it's it's the the somebody else's shit that i like there's a weird like not not right now yeah (laughs) yeah for now some people are the other way like i'm way more comfortable with somebody else's shit because i'm worried about them feeling freaked out i'm so people so I'm like, I don't want them to feel ashamed. But if my shit was on somebody else's, I'm like, oh my God, I shit the bed. Like, and so there's all directions that shame is going to manifest. I love that you're able to like articulate it. And so many of us are just like, I don't know, I don't want it. But, you know, asking yourself, like, what is it about it? Is yeah. it your pain? Is it hygiene? Is it safety? Is it your identity? Do you think that it makes you... Um, you know, have some sort of like gender questioning or something. Mm. Some people do play with gender during pegging and strap on play. And some people just like it because it's switching things up. Like you said, like you're giving yeah. contrast to what you normally do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking cool. All right. Here's, here's another question. So yes. if, what, what, if I was interested in like yeah. getting a strap on and getting, getting myself a nice dick, yes. <laughs> what, what's the best starter dick? Ooh, good question. The best starter dick. <laughs> yeah, good question. <laughs> so, starter dicks, a good starter dick. So, <laughs> yes, Luna, list me awesome starter dicks. <laughs> if you're using the, the strap on for vaginal play, mm-hmm. um, you do want something that has a little bit of curvature. So, you want yeah. something that has a head. Um, it doesn't have to be phallic looking. It could just be sort of, you know, something that um, has that shape where it's curved. So it's going to maximize G-spot access. Mm. Um, if you're going in an anus, I suggest something that's a little bit straighter. 
and you do want it um, firm, but not as firm as something like glass or like steel. Like those aren't good like starter ones, but you do you don't want something that's floppy. So you don't want to be able to like bend it. Usually jelly dicks, like you can bend them, yeah. rubber, those kind of ones. You want something that's made of like medical grade silicone. Um, so it's body safe, it's easy to clean. You put a condom on it, then you don't have to worry about shit on your toys or butt stains <gasps> on your toys. I, I always use condoms on them. Yeah, always. Yeah would ever consider that in a million years yeah, pretty good yeah. so i'm so thrilled that you just said that i again would not be the one putting it on but i'd be like babe yeah put this on <laughs> dress my dick please. yeah dress my dick oh my god that's another one we have like nine t-shirts right Jeez. That's my dick. <laughs> um, and you want to look for something that um, there's there's strap there's so many different strap-on uh, dicks that are out there, <laughs> but it has to have a base for sure because the base has to be able to like sit in the D-ring or the O-ring of the uh, the harness. Um, but you want something that's not intimidating because you can always upgrade, right? Yeah. So there, there are there are dicks that are starters that are about like the two finger kind of width. Mm. Um, I would go a little bit bigger and see if you can play mm. with something. You you can have a head on it. You don't have to have a head on it. It could be completely smooth. Um, but the important things are base and firmness. Um, and you also want to kind of think about the harness that you're using. So if you're using a panty style harness, like the ones that have a little kind of hole cut in them and they've got the, deep, the O-ring built into it, um, those ones don't do well with a heavier um, dildo. So okay. if you feel those kind of girthy or heavy, it's going to pull down. Uh, oh, that would feel uncomfortable. Yeah. It would feel uncomfortable for you. And then it doesn't give you as much control. And so it makes it harder to control the dick because it's not um, held against your body. Mm. So if you, I think the best harnesses are the, the straps um, where you can adjust the straps to whatever your body's like. And those come in all kinds of materials. If you're the person that's wearing the strap on and you have access to a sex shop, I would go in and like try them on, talk to yeah. people. Yeah. If you're doing it online, um, there's some recommendations on, on my site for the ones that I really like. Um, but you're really looking for things that you could build on, you know, yeah. often people get like these, like really like, you know, extravagant sort of starter mm -hmm. things for whatever sexy thing they're trying. And then yeah. you do it once and you're like, I don't want this anymore. Um, <laughs> That's like, I can, I can use this as an analogy for like buying a DSLR. So like a camera, you get your body that you want, yeah. and then yeah. I don't have to go out and get the most expensive lens right away. I can get like a basic standard, um, more on the cheap side of lens to feel it out, to figure out if this is actually something that I want to pursue and do frequently, mm -hmm. or if it's just a hobby that I pick up like maybe once a month. Once yeah. I decide that I'm loving it and I'm committed to it, then I'm going to start looking at investing more money in mm -hmm. bigger things or better things or yes. whatever the case may be. Totally, totally. And there's so many options out there. So you don't really have to, you can actually make it something fun. Like I, mm -hmm. if I have a regular partner, I like shopping with them. I was just going to say, gonna pop I, them, right? I want to go shopping <laughs> for a dick with uh, my husband. You wow. should do that. That's a great idea. I yeah. Like yeah. That. I'm like, babe, yeah. let's go pick out a dick. What dick yeah. Oh. oh, that just sounds hot to me. See, like now, now all of a sudden I'm like, fuck, maybe this is going to happen. <laughs> you have like big dick fever right now. Like I really you do. Big dick. I really do. Like, <laughs> and like, bless you because it's all because of you. Oh. This is, this is now I can die happy. I've inspired <laughs> anal. All no, I'm almost some big dick energy. Real hard. Real fucking hard. Oh, man. 
Oh, it's funny. It's really funny though, because I so the second that I saw this story and I like had this fucking revelation, I immediately went and talked to my partner about it. I was like, babe, so I need a strap on. I need it right now because I want to walk around the house stark naked with my dick hanging out and knock shit over with it. And he's like, he's like, I think that's hot, but I'm not sure. But power to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is the best response ever. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I support you, bitch. Right? Yeah. The right. hottest thing about any sex is enthusiasm. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I'll, like rent an Airbnb with my big giant strap on dick. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, I need to know if my dick can fit in this Airbnb. <laughs> of the bedroom. <laughs> I feel like in like a few months, there's just going to be a video of me on the internet walking around with my dick knocking shit over. Yeah, I'm going to repost that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I really have to make this happen. And then you'll need some sort of soundtrack. You need something. Yes. You know, I don't know. Some sort of like crusting song. Right? <laughs> pony. Just, you need just to play pony. pony. Yeah. Get the rights to pony. And yes. That. Oh my god. That would be delightful. Oh my god. Can we do this? This needs to happen. Yeah, this needs to it's happen. It's a thing. It's right? a thing. Yeah. We are technically a production company. We, we technically can, are. We can we can pull this out somehow. I believe in you too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. Glad. Oh, oh. Let's apply for a grant from the Canadian government to fund this. To make a, <laughs> yeah. to make a production of Lindsay. With a strap on and an Airbnb, slinging yeah. around, slinging around, oh, yep. short, a short documentary. Short yep. <laughs> Do a Kickstarter. I would. I would fund oh. this. Oh. <laughs> Please, Use my pledge. Fund my big dick energy. Oh my! We're on a started something. Started something big, yeah. Podcast. Go to our Patreon. Go to our Patreon. Become a patron. That will be the first thing that we do with your money. Yes. Yes. Okay. Tell me about this big dick. Like, is it going to be what color? Is it going to be like? You know, do you have a bit? Is it going to look more realistic or more like? I feel like it. it's probably going to be on the realistic side. Okay. I'm feeling like flesh tones right now. Okay. But yeah. I'm not entirely like, or it's going to be momgasm colors. Ooh. It was, see, I'm like, we buy, because I'm obsessed with branding. Mm. Like my brain yes. can't not brand shit. Mm. Yes. So I orange, like this. red, pink, or both, or all. Yeah, probably both. orange. I'm feeling the orange. Oh, yeah. Unless orange. my like harness was red or like that oh. coral pink that we use. Yeah. Yes. Now, and you now, can get like super creative dildos now. Like I have a tentacle one. I have a unicorn horn. Like you can just like your imagination. Your dick could be whatever you want your dick to be. That's delightful. <laughs> can we just like? I want to start. You're like, like, like yeah. What? Who are just like getting their dicks? Whether yes. they're like fucking assholes with them or pussies or not. Them, oh my god. I really I firmly believe now that like almost every human being needs to have a dick. Oh yeah, yeah. I went to a class where the instructor said that um she had negotiated her mortgage on the phone while wearing her strap on and Fuck she was yes. like, I was like, Yeah, for cell phone contracts, you can just strap it on and be like, Okay, yeah. Can yes, I just like, walk in to tell us what my big dick on? Yes, you should. They might kick you out, but whatever. <laughs> you did it. Yeah. You I could keep it. it in my pants. Well, okay, you keep it in your Absolutely. I pictured you just walking in with just your dick. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, there. See, yeah. <laughs> I do have children, people. I don't want to get arrested. Fuck. <laughs> oh my god you know those dumb questionnaires on Buzz, buzzfeed where they're like you know do this questionnaire to find out which disney princess you are oh find it should be one for which dick you are can we create oh my god right Mom like are you a tentacle dick are you yeah, whatever right can, yes what which that dick should are be you? a thing which dick are you okay, write that down please yeah you have which to create this and submit it to buzzfeed yeah. oh my god Oh yeah. my God, Luna! Yeah. This conversation. Oh so many ideas God. out of this. <laughs> right? Like we've got like five T-shirts at this point. We've got like a big dick energy video coming out, which is going to be funded by Patreon. Plug that again. We've got. <laughs> Next time I come to Halifax, we'll do like a big dick energy retreat. Oh, everybody okay. will wear their big dicks. Oh, don't even joke because don't. we're actually doing our first do retreat next Saturday. Oh my God. Yeah, good for next you. Friday, Saturday, Amazing. <laughs> like, Tell me about it. What's it about? Oh my God. I'm so excited. So it's, uh, it's Unleash Your Sensual Self Retreat. Oh, yes. So exciting. Yes. It's, it almost sold out. We only have like one bed left, yeah. which is pretty fucking crazy. For our first retreat. Yeah. And, uh, Amazing. Yeah. Congratulations. So yeah, thank thank you. you. So it's like, we're, we're just trying, we're not trying, we are, we're creating space for women to come together and like lose the shame and connect to themselves and explore like full spectrum pleasure yep. and, and sensuality. Amazing. So really having the conversation of what does sensuality mean to you yeah. and like, mm -hmm. let's create space to like get into it and also like losing some of that shame. So mm -hmm. we're doing like, what are we doing? We're doing a lot of things. We're doing a lot movement. of <laughs> movement based movement, yoga inspired movement classes that are very like designed Grounding in the first day, <coughs> second day is like, we're going to stir up some shit. We're going to connect to our pussy and our womb. And then we're going to bring up all the shame and lose it and like yeah. get it out of our body, shake it out, move it out, and then start refilling. Mm -hmm. You're teaching some amazing workshop on inner seasons and sensuality. Ooh. So yeah, it's about uh, menstrual cycle awareness. And so okay. learning about your yeah, your menstrual cycle and how that relates to your sensuality because getting in tune with your pussy and what's happening to your pussy every single day every single week that's going to get you in tune with when you want to fuck i love that and that's the thing as soon as i got in tune with my menstrual cycle i was like i started to learn when i wanted to fuck and then there was no shame when i wanted to fuck yeah. right and especially yeah. like where i have trauma to heal there was always a huge barrier. Like when I knew that I wanted to have sex, there was this barrier between letting myself do it, but like knowing when I'm ovulating and knowing that my body wants to fuck, it's like, okay, just let it fuck, Sarah. That's all you gotta do, girl. Yeah. That's all you gotta do, oh. just be open. So yeah, I were, it's, yeah. The whole retreat, like I just, yeah. This is my first that I'm going to, my first that I'm hosting. Oh my gosh. I am just, yeah. I, I can't sleep at night. I'm so excited. Right? <laughs> I know. You can see you both like light up when like, you talk oh, about it. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like we're also like working an ecstatic dance to the retreat. Oh, like it's just, ooh. it's just going to yeah. be a lot of like wild movement Blissed out. And, yeah. I love this. Also, I love now, I, this. now I really want to do a big dick energy retreat with you. Yeah, let's do is, it. But actually, because that yeah. would be ridiculous. Right? I'm, I'm down. I'm in. Ridiculous. Oh my God, there's our, there's our slogan. Boom. Write it down, Sarah. Write it down. Do it. Do it. <laughs> what the fuck?
like, why are we getting all these amazing <laughs> Because this is the universe amazing. being like, y'all need to fucking work together. Wow. Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> I, it's funny because I knew this conversation was going to be legendary. Uh, I was like, she's, I was like, you're our people. Yeah. Like, I know that you're our people. I just know. Yeah. No. Yeah, I thought that too. As soon as like we connected, I was like, oh yeah, they're cool. They're my people. And I don't often feel that with like every podcast because sometimes I'm more intimidated. I'm like, oh, you're more like serious and sciencey, and I want to say things like ridiculous, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I really want that on a shirt now, where it's just like re, and then a picture of a dick, and then you list. Yes. (laughs) I am a designer. I, I know, could right? do this. You can make sure that. Well, it could be the eggplant if we really wanted to be like hey, a little more classy about hey, it. True. Oh, true. This podcast is just turning into like a branding session I know, slash all the things to come. Good. Good. We all need to hustle. So it's great. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you gotta hustle. Actually, <laughs> the best fucking thing yeah ever i know now i'm having all these ideas of things right? we've yeah. opened we've opened we've opened the portal and, and now we can yeah. stop down and close it yeah. <laughs> pussy open she was- pussy's driving the bus now so we right? just gotta go pussy, pussy in that big dick yeah he's yeah. driving <laughs> yes. now i'm thinking like remember the oscar meyer wiener fucking cars you guys remember those? I do. I can think of. Like Are you now picturing us dick. in? Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm thinking of. Like driving along. It's great. It's great. Got some Lizzo. Yeah. <laughs> My dick will be steering the wheel. <laughs> the steering wheel is just like a bunch of dicks. Just a the shift stick is a dildo. <laughs> yeah. The wheels are balls. <laughs> Oh, it's a dick mobile. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty, Pretty much. much. Yes. Oh, <laughs> my fucking God. I, I can't even. No. I, can't, I can't even. Um, I feel like we totally spiraled into the most random yet amazing conversation there. But bringing it back to Ask Play and your awesome sauce, uh, is there is there anything else that we're forgetting? I, I want to try to elaborate. I want you to elaborate actually on the workshops that you're doing here in Halifax. Yes. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let me make sure I get the dates, the dates right. Yeah. I know it's November, right? November. <laughs> yes. Um, so I'll be there in November at uh, Venus Envy Halifax on the 15th, 16th, and 17th. And I'm teaching um, getting your dating groove back. So for anyone that's been out of like long-term relationship or just like you want to refresh, you've been on online dating and you yeah. don't know like kind of how to talk to people. What do you put in your profile? How do you message mm. people? Um, and then I'm teaching my most like popular workshop everywhere, anywhere, how to have a threesome. I, so this is the workshop (laughs) that I go, this is the workshop that I'm going to try and get my ass to, Yeah, I really want to, cause it's, it's one of those things. Like we've been having the conversation for a long time. We're not necessarily, we're not necessarily like a hundred percent there, but we've been fielding our options and having so many good, good combos about it. We've, we've decided, we've identified like what we would want and like what would be safe, what would not be safe for us, what we're okay with, what we're not okay with. And like identified that we want a man, not a woman. And, and then, and now it's like filling in the blanks of like, okay, well, what, how do we realistically in this day and age? So I'm like wiping fucking water off my counter. (laughs) It's a table. (laughs) But, um, (laughs) 
<laughs> now it's the conversation of like, okay, well, in this day and age, as a married couple with two children who, A, don't fucking get out for themselves much, yeah, let alone get out in the world to find their unicorn. Yeah. Um, what does that, what does the reality of finding that person actually look like? And then we've been getting into, we've been tiptoeing around the swingers communities within the city and getting to know that. Like it's been, Mm -hmm. it's been a really interesting, enlightening, great chunk of conversations that we've been having. So I'm, I'm really hoping to like get my ass. I really like that. I like that you're being creative, you're being curious, you know, you're co-creating together. You're like, oh, like, what does this look like? What do we want? What is it? You know? Yeah. So yeah, we definitely, we go through a lot of that in the class and also like covering issues, like how do you navigate insecurity and jealousy if that comes mm-hmm. up? How do you manage STIs? How do you think about, yes. you know, what if we had this and then we have to have this all the time in order to feel interested in our sex again? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so lots of stuff um, that I think, you know, nobody teaches you. There's no threesome class in high school. Nope. So it's like, you're just kind of fumbling through the world of group sex. Um, and it was actually one of the first workshops I ever developed and taught because I had had such terrible group sex and I was like what's going on here well, like, that, and that's like you, know. you hear you hear that a lot like you hear a lot of people being like I thought it was going to be this great thing and it was so fucking weird yeah like, yeah but does it have to be I feel like it has the potential to be fucking incredible it does it there's, does there's so much prep work that goes in before I think there or, is and I think yeah. it's just building those skills to like navigate the weirdness and awkwardness so it doesn't shut everything down because yeah. now I still get jealous but now I know how to like manage it I'm like yeah. my jealousy is actually not about like what's happening there it's like my own stuff or something yeah. yep. dynamic so um yeah that one's always really popular and then the one on Sunday is uh skills for sexy or sexy skills for submissives Mm-hmm. So anyone who's interested in uh, surrendering power or playing with the dominant, you know, what does that look like? How do you communicate? How do you get what you want? Like what kind of dom should be for you? Yeah. Oh, so that's awesome. DSM kinky kind of one. Yeah. That's fucking That awesome. one really appeals to me. Well, you go to that one. That one's Sunday, did you say? Sunday, yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I'm just, I'm I like, I want one. everyone to go because- right? Yeah. obviously you're fucking amazing and we're obsessed with you, Thank uh, you. in a very healthy consensual <laughs> way <laughs> uh, is that a thing yeah. no, no i think we're codependent right now i don't know i know it's like we're bonded now so <laughs> in it for life <laughs> Or at least a full contract. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, like I really, I really want people to go. Like I'm really yeah. hoping that, that everybody that's listening to this, that's local, is like, fuck, I gotta get in that room. There's something there for me. Um, because there's, there's just like it's a. You're one of those people that instantly you feel comfortable, you feel open. I mean, I never have problems talking about all of the things with most people, mm. but. But if people do are uncomfortable with going, you do do webinars, right? I do. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you can um, show up to a workshop. You don't need a partner. You don't need any experience. And it is people often think like, am I going to make you do something weird? And it really is just about like very humbling. I mean, I'm not better at sex than anyone in the room. I just have skills for communication and helping you unpack stuff. So you don't have to feel like everyone's going to be more experienced than you. But lots of people prefer webinars too, because then they can like go back and look at a section. Or if you're busy and you can't get out for like two hours, like that's a real thing. Um, so I have a kink 101 webinar coming up on September 25th. And then I have three more webinars um, for September and October around oral sex, um, hand jobs, 
and uh, sensual sex. Ooh, I'm like, I want to go to all of those. All the webinars, yeah. No one. Yeah, and you get to ask questions live if you attend, or you can send them to me before and I'll answer them. Um, That's fucking awesome. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. You you, you also do one-on-one coaching, yeah? I do, yes. Um, Some people want to kind of have a space where they get to unpack their root or their pathology of whatever issue is getting in the way of their pleasure or letting go of shame. Or sometimes they just really want the focus on like, hey, I want to get into BDSM. I want to be a femdom or I want to go to a swingers club. Like, what's that like? And so it's a one-on-one time where I get to help you uh, clarify what those goals are and give you the supports to build the cushions around, you know, this new experience. And so it's always really rewarding for me, but I find people like it because it's like you have like a very sex positive BFF that, you know, yeah. is centered on you and and then you get to pursue things in the way that's best for you, not how porn told you or how you think it's yeah. supposed to go. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's also like doing one-on-one stuff. There's also that like anonymity piece. Yeah. I mean, you'd also yeah. get that in the workshop a little bit because mm-hmm. I'm like, this right. is my online persona. You yeah. don't know who I really am. Yeah. But doing it one-on-one for a lot of people, I'm sure feels way less intimidating than walking into a room where you're like, totally. oh, there's at least like 15, 20 other people in this room that are now going to know that I'm interested in kink or I'm interested in threesomes or I'm whatever the case may be. And And depending on our like, life status whether we're yeah. running the pta or not and maybe we have some concerns about who might see us where not that i do yeah <laughs> it'd be really helpful to have those places where you can just go directly to the source and have that conversation and yes yeah, yes absolutely good. absolutely yeah and uh i mean venus envy's got all kinds of other things if people aren't interested in um yeah. Yeah. this kind of stuff i mean I it's even just a, it's a different experience to walk into a sex positive feminist it's just different and everything in there is good for your body so I also really like being able to teach in places where I can recommend stuff that's in the store that's good that's safe that's reliable like if you know don't buy your toys off Amazon it's a you're not necessarily guaranteed with your warranties or even with the quality of them or the safety or have they been used like I mean so yeah. it's, it's really good to support your local stuff. Um, but yeah, I think being in a smaller place, often like the discretion is is a big um, issue. And and even like getting out when I do the threesome workshops, people are wondering, well, how do I like go online and, and put my face up and say that I'm looking for a threesome? Right. Mm-hmm. So this yeah. Is, and this has yeah. also been like a barrier or one of the barriers that that has prevented us from actively doing anything. I mean, mm-hmm. we're still in that space of, of sussing out, is this actually something that we want to do? Is this actually going to be beneficial for us? Or is this just kind of like, oh, fantasy maybe. But yeah. it's that like, oh, once I take that step and I put, put it out there, it's out there for literally anybody mm-hmm. to see at yes. all. And yeah. that there's a lot of like, whoa, that's, yeah. that's, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, so it's it's really cool that, that you are uh, you're you're teaching people all the fucking shit and you're like you're a gift to the sex positive world you yes. really oh, fucking thank you. are no honestly the amount of stuff that you that you are teaching and you're opening up so many different conversations and you're just so willing to talk about all of it and with mm. such an incredible extensive amount of knowledge Thank you, you you are just a such a vital vital fucking piece to this and mm. i just yeah i'm just very happy that you were here I'm very happy that what you were doing and yeah 
I Thank could keep, you. I could keep going on. <laughs> no, but I'm so grateful for that. Thank you for that feedback and like that yeah. affirmation. I mean, it's, yeah, it's tough being, I mean, you know, like being like sexuality, like entrepreneurs in whatever space yeah. like we're blocked from advertising, we're blocked from this and that. So right. Oh, um, it's lovely to like connect with other people in the community, like yeah. doing things. And I, and also, you know, you say you're obsessed with branding, but I like, I like that. I like that. Like you're, you're also professionals and mm-hmm. thinking about how people receive your information, yeah. you know, like my background's yeah. PR. So I'm all about like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, right. Yeah. And, um, and that also makes it more accessible. Like the way exactly. that you, the vibe that you put out into it, yeah. like your branding is exactly like with now that I've met you, it's, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's no um, uh, mystery. We don't no. need much uh, no. <laughs> to the imagination. We're like, no, no. you're yeah. either for us or not. <laughs> or not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just thinking about yeah. the conversation we had at the podcast meetup for the week where I'm someone sad. asked to summarize what our podcast about. What did you say? What the fuck did I say? I think I was just like, we're just about fucking pussy power and like, you know, just because I'm a mom doesn't mean that I don't fuck anymore. <laughs> I wasn't about it, but I wasn't aggressive, but I was just like so passionate about telling someone. <laughs> and what did other people say? Well, I'm here to spread knowledge and hopefully, you know. <laughs> and you're like, no, it's about my pussy. There was, <laughs> there was a lot of like, we're just creating a space to share, which is great and valuable and important. But we're like, we're we're to wake your pussy up. Like, look at my pussy, okay? Like, powerful. We've never met these people before. Never. And that is your strap-on voice that you need to use. <laughs> I've arrived with my pussy power. This could be a whole uh, <laughs> matching your strap on voice to your dick. Yes, yes, yes. Dick, yes, dick yes. voice alignment <laughs> therapy. <laughs> this really needs to happen. It's going to happen. We got to start planning for 2020. Uh, 100% <laughs> energy. Big, big, big energy. Um, fucking fantastic. I, again, mm. I could talk to you forever. I just want to hear BFF now. Uh, Likewise. No, I could never replace you. But, um, well, we're talking about threesome, so we'll be a trio of BFFs. Yeah, we good. Damn. We good now. We just figured this shit out. I consent to this. <laughs> Yes. In your big dick voice, Sarah. <laughs> I consent to this. <laughs> there you go. I know it is. <laughs> Fucking best ever. Thank you so much for giving your time, your energy, your fucking fabulousness. Your too. force. Your big pussy force. Big, big, you. big pussy force. Thank and you. Like, can't, can't thank you enough. So oh, fucking thank you. grateful. Thank you. Connected yeah. And that we're going to see you in the flesh in November because we're fucking making that happen. Totally. We're going to make I will happen. like roll the joint with my Canadian tire uh, <laughs> bill. Yes. Situation. I've, I've turned my Canadian tire, Canadian tire bill and pen into a really great joint roller. Oh, oh I like this. It's really great. It's a boot, bootstrapping it. Bootstrapping. The, oh. the trend continues. Yeah. Okay, because I have one of those like those like little rolling machine things, and I always I have one too. Like, okay, thank you. I'm like, I can use those things. No, same <laughs> idea, same idea. But it's a Canadian Tire bill 
because yeah. I felt the US dollar bill was a little too bougie for me. That's what okay. I started with. And I was like, yeah. I want to be, be a little more patriotic. And I, I know you're like, this is like 10 well. Canadian dollars in this one dollar. I'm not using this. <laughs> I know. I was like, no, I want to put this one in my bank because it's someday. For me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And value of the Canadian dollar bill or the, the Canadian tire money was good. That was good for me that I could make work. But it, it's all you need is a bill. A pen and a, a pen. piece of tape, okay. and you have yourself a roller. I want this tutorial when I come right. to Halifax. I will give you this tutorial <laughs> when you come to Halifax. Okay, I cool, will cool. Provide that for you. <laughs> Amazing. I fucking forget how to do it. <laughs> you know, you like. Pressure's on. <laughs> With your stoner brain, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, give yeah. me a minute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> fucking great fucking legendary thank you so much for having me and thank you for doing what you're doing like I just I'm I was so inspired to see it I had just started teaching um at uh there's a birth center in Toronto and so they brought me in to do like body confidence (gasps) and postpartum and uh just talking about like you know like getting back into your body and I I was like you guys know that I don't have kids right (laughs) and they were like yeah like we know but I, I said, and then so I started like listening to your podcast too to really like be like I need to at least know like some of the the, the like challenges for women, and uh, and I was just so inspired. Like I think your energy that you bring to it and your authenticity and frankness, like it's so relatable. And which is I think like sometimes I find sometimes us sex educators like we go in at like high level, right? Like yeah. we're like sex nerds and we're not thinking about like what happens if I shit on a dildo. Right. <laughs> what is the reality when I actually shit the bed? Yeah, yeah. Like I don't teach anything that I don't do, and so like so much of it is from a perspective of like empathy. And I got the same vibe from from your stuff. Yeah. yeah. So thank you for having me. Thank, thank you. you. So fun. Oh, so fun. Yeah. Very honored to hear that from you, Luna. Yeah. 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 Very it's like I'm gonna yeah. smell like a goof for the rest of the day. Good. Yeah. Good. Me too. <laughs> I'm gonna smoke a joint and then I'm gonna fucking get out the bill. I'm gonna dedicate it to you, Luna. (laughs) Aw, thank you. (laughs) Ritual. Yes. Oh my god. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, so I will see you in Halifax. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Momgasm Podcast. We had so much fun talking to Luna, and we hope you enjoyed listening to this interview as much as we loved recording it. We actually have an absolute girl crush on Luna, if you can't tell. If you want to follow Luna on Twitter and Instagram, you can find her at Luna Matadas or on Facebook at Hey Luna Matadas. If you're interested in purchasing some of her awesome merchandise on Etsy, you can get free shipping with the amazing code MOMGASM2019. Or if you're super keen to learn about blowjobs and pegging and all sorts of amazing things, go to her website at www.heylunamatadas.com and you can get 30% off some of her webinars. Just let her know that we sent you. If you are loving what we're dishing out and would love a little bit more of Momgasm in your life, you can follow us on Patreon. This is a member-exclusive website for our loyal listeners to get web exclusives, bloopers, merch, and so much fucking more. You can find us on Patreon at Momgasm Podcast. And one last little housekeeping thing. If you have any questions for our next Q&A episode, it can be about anything you want, 
please send them to momgasmpodcast at gmail.com. We are loving the questions that you guys are sending in and we can't wait for our next Q&A episode. And don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and review on any of your favorite podcasting platforms. And you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Podcast. And that's it. That's all I got. Catch you guys next week. Mwah.